It gonna give it to me. Wait, not well. No, whoa, 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 no. Whoa. Hey there. <laughs> well, the song worked for a minute until I got there. I was all into it, then I got really into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And you guys might know us from uh, online on the Twitches as Giver UNT01. That's Giver over here oh my god oh, we got it we got it there Yay. it is that way and uh k sig this k underscore sig that's me and uh, we we uh you know stream fairly often on the twitches and see us interact in real time with each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also you got already on about me at me about uh pushing the objective too fast mm. <laughs> and dying mm. <laughs> a lot just last night <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was just last night you were with the samurai sword, like I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna get him. Then you're like, oh shit, no, mm-hmm. run, run, he's right there. I'm playing Left 4 Dead 2 last night. You give me a samurai sword or an axe, and I'm happy. Or the chainsaw. Oh, the chainsaw. It's the- it's a great game. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's just you know, it's old now. It is, but back for blood's coming out in October. Yep, back for blood. So it's just it's just senseless fun it's senseless fun you don't have to overthink it you just shoot things and try not to run ahead of everybody it's fun <laughs> that's all all we can say um and then did you let's see are you still in the group watch because i had to move this uh, i am still in the group watch okay can you see what that it's playing now uh yeah okay we're good there okay this episode of the oh, uh, we've got to introduce our guest, uh, Silent Coda. Silent Coda. Um, Coda is silent. Coda is silent. Coda, say hi to everyone. Oh wait, I am. Okay, thank nice. you, Coda. Yeah. Um, this episode of the Bad Batch is called. Wait. Oh, you're on episode one. Yeah, I'm on episode one. I need to go do episode five. There we go. It's called Rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be confused with the 1980s game with Lizzie and uh, George. Harold. Was Harold one? No. I think it George. was Ralph, wasn't it? Uh, Lizzie, there, George, and Ralph. There was the big lobster. There was... The lobster. There was the lizard. <laughs> there was the wolf, and there was the monkey. Mm-hmm. I the just remember. Lobster. <laughs> Wasn't it a lobster, or was it a crab? Yeah. It had like, heck, little clippy. Like, I, I promise, I've played this with my son a lot. Maybe Rampage Two. Oh, uh, the one on Super Nintendo is the one, or no, the one on sixty four. That's the one we've been playing. Oh, okay, okay. Was that two? I don't know. Because they ended up adding another character. I think. I don't know if we're wrong. Tell us we're wrong. Our uh, Discord has no problems telling us we're wrong. Oh, there was a lot of characters, especially oh. me. Because I'm wrong a lot. But I have fun doing it. I'm pretty sure there was a lobster-like thing. 
something. Anyway. Uh, there we go. That was weird. Hold on one sec here. So what'd my, you, uh, what'd you do? My Go XLR did the same thing yours did. All right. I don't know what's going on there, but okay, I hear you fine it, now. It, yeah. yeah, just cut out. That's weird. Okay, whatever. So this episode was episode <laughs> five called Rampage. And look, it went back to one. We're just having all kinds of fun this morning. We're fun. Let's start the nerky. <laughs> um, okay, let's skip the intro. Bum, bum, bum. It keeps going back to one. Okay, hold on. We're so, going to restart this. While you're doing that, I'll give like a high fly, a few thoughts on this, and then we'll really get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, please do. Please do. So I was telling Guyver, I guess yesterday we were talking about it a little bit. I liked this episode a lot because of what it was, right? Um, it brought, it tied in some other stories and things down the line, some stuff that's more. This was good for me. Because I was like, oh, I know what this is referring to. You know, it was uh, uh, some things later on in the Star Wars universe in general. And it's some stuff that I think everybody would, if you've seen the, at the very minimum, the original trilogy, you'll get. Now, that being said, I did like the episode. It did feel a little filler-ish to me. Um. Just because it, I think it, it didn't totally advance the Bad Batch's story a whole lot, but it did tell a pretty cool story that that's in the big, you know, the overarching Star Wars universe in general. To something that was like really important. So, I sent you a new link. I figured it out. You have to change the episode on Group Watch. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go to that. We're new to we're new to technology. Stupid technology, um, computers, internets. So a little on that. That's exactly kind of how the Clone Wars is. Um, they had little pocket episodes that didn't advance advance the show really mm -hmm. as a whole, but they showed. But it did. It, like uh, Kyle was saying, it's the individual episodes for Star Wars universe as a whole, and not necessarily the big series yeah. as a whole. If that makes sense. And I'm fine with that. And it, that's kind of what the um, Clone Wars is. It's it, They're just fun episodes. Mm -hmm. You get to learn a little bit more about the universe, and we get introduced to three characters who, um, well, one creature, and then at least one other character who we know very well from the universe in this episode. Yeah. So kind of cool, just kind of cool little Easter eggs. And then another little tidbit, well, once we get there, we will talk about too. So let's start the stream. Okay. All right. We're gonna jump past this. Again, Bad Batch, episode five, Rampage. Rampage. Which I love the name of this, this one. All right, we start off, they are on the ship and Tech is fitting Omega with a comm. And Tech says it's not an exact fit, you know, because they don't have anything that's really meant for a child. No, but, not a lot of child combatants. <laughs> they're, 
Well, not that we know of, at least. Well, yeah. I mean, we had Boba. I guess that counts. I guess. Well, I mean, they're um, all kind of children-ish. They are all kind of children-ish at some point, aren't they? Yeah, they're not all, like, super old. Anyway. Um, next thing we know, um, you know, Omega's just thrilled. I'm getting my own common device. Again, it's you forget she's a child sometimes because she has this high intelligence. Mm-hmm. She's just a little girl, but she's like, I get my own comm device. And they said, uh, well, eh, it was crosshairs, but you don't need it anymore. Or he doesn't need it. And she starts talking into it. Um, and then you hear Echo go, uh, it's not a toy, Omega, because she's literally talking right into it with all of them right next to him. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a little kid. And if they would have slapped a comm device on my wrist, you know, me being 30... What am I now? Like 37? 30 something. 30 something years old. And I would have done the same thing. I've been mean, just, you know. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I wholeheartedly agree with that. You give me a walkie talkie. I'm going to click it and talk on it. Yeah, it's going to be bad if Kyle and I ever get walkie talkies. Niner over. Are you away there? What are you doing? I haven't been wanting to get a ham radio, but. That'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We could talk to truckers. We could. We could have trucker names. What would your trucker name be? Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ten four, little bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about that because I've never really thought of what a trucker name would be. I think you have one already mm. picked out. I, I don't, but I was going to leave it up to the people in the Discord that listen to the episode. But yeah. Your, yeah. What would our trucker names be? Yeah. And what would Coda's trucker name be? Mm-hmm. Silent Coda. Silent Coda. The Coda is silent. The Coda is silent. He'll, mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll have something to say later. Ah, he probably will. So, okay. So, trucker names. There's, you know, Echo or Omega's like, copy that. Um, and they're going to Ord Mantel is the planet. And they're trying to stay low. And the whole point of this episode is they're trying to figure out why the bounty hunter... Um, sh- sh- um, Fennec Shan is after Omega. And the whole time they're talking, you have, um, uh, why can't I think of his name right now? In the back doing squats, deadlifts. I was was doing squats with the, uh, what is that, the ammo droid? With the ammo droid. Mm -hmm. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Why can't I think of his name? (laughs) You did it and it made me freeze. See? (laughs) Oh my God, we are so not awake this morning already. Nope. For any of this at all. Why are we why can't we do words and things? Words and, are hard. Um wrecker. Wrecker. Yep, it's wrecker. It's a it uh, boy, we're gonna get ripped for this one. Hard. As well we should. Um you guys come do a nerky. <sighs> you get put on the spot and dance, monkey. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. Mm-hmm. A little song and dance. Um, they're looking for an informant named Sid. Sid used to be a Jedi informant. Sid had a good thing going with the Jedi during the war and provided them with a lot of intel against the Separatists. And, you know, they said, and you trust him? Um, and this is all, Echo's the one who knows him, and he's like, the Jedi trusted him. We don't have any other options. And then next thing you know, you hear on the calm, he has a point. They all look at her, and it's a uh, she's right behind him. She goes, Right, not a toy. 
<laughs> also still would have been me. Like, oh, they probably would have taken it away from me. 100%. So we're looking, the ship lands, you know, they go, to, they're in the city. It's like any other big city that we've seen in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And the guys are in their full armor and helmets. Um, which I found interesting because, you know, they were trying to lay low before. Yeah. But now they're in full guard. But they also said that this is kind of a, I guess, shady place. Well, I was wondering if they were, if they were in full get up because um, they were like expecting something to happen or if they were like that as a, to kind of like lend a little credence to, you know, they're going to be talking to somebody shady. Maybe they need a little intimidation factor. I think all the above. I don't know. No, it's, I'm processing this. I think all the above. Okay. Because I think this is just a really shady place. You know, you have an informant in the middle of all this. So Mm. probably not the best of places to be. Probably not. So, but... They're waiting there. They're expecting something to happen. Hunter says, remember the rules. The rules are don't wander off. Keep my eyes and ears on my surroundings and trust no one but my squad. Does that sound like something you would tell your kids? That sounds exactly what I would tell my kids. Yeah. It's like the same kind of rundown I'd give them if we were going to like a theme park, but they're mm-hmm. going to see a sketchy info dealer. So <laughs> for timeshares, mm-hmm. um, we send our children for timeshares. <laughs> um, Echo goes, and if you get into trouble, use my comm and give my location. I think it's sweet how the whole squad has adopted Omega. It's like yeah. a little sister, you know? I really like that. Like, I didn't think we would see robotic um, Echo doing the same thing. So they're walking into this bar they're they're walking along they're walking along and walking and walking and walking and, and walking, walking. <laughs> echo goes this is the place they all go in um once they reach in there which okay. here's what i don't get they take off their helmets as soon as they get in yeah and then there's literally two people in here three people well three one beings beings thank you I don't want to be a speciesist. Yeah. Um, two are fighting, and then there is one that is on the ground, looks like fixing maybe one of the video game machines or the gambling machines. Yeah. Galactic slot machine. Galactic slot machine is what it is. And this being kind of looks at them, and they're, they're like, which one is Sid? And they're like, I couldn't tell you. I've, never, I've only heard about Sid, never actually met him. And, you know, of course, tech being tech, that would have been information that would have been, you know, good to have earlier. There's a lot of information talking this episode more than he has the last ones. You start seeing a little bit more of him and how he processes things and stuff. Exactly. Uh, well, and that brings up a good point of what's coming up later, too, mm-hmm. with him. Um, they asked the alien that's repairing. It's like, hey, we're looking for Sid. Do you know him? And then this alien, it's a small alien, small um. It kind of looks like the same species as Bosk, the reptilian species. Um, hmm. Which that's escaping me. What species is Bosk? Bosk is uh, Trandoshian. 
so it's a lizard species. Close, but I don't it's think it's the same. Older and smaller. It Greener. Could, it could be a subspecies. Is if we can see bosks from Bad Batch and. You don't really see his, like, I think if you could see his throat area, that would make a whole lot of difference. Because on Sid, you can see she's got little spikes uh, coming out no. there. She's a Trandoshan, or uh, Sid's a Trandoshan also. Okay. So, same species, species, just like, so I guess it's like lizards. They're the same species, there's just offshoots. Shady lizard people. Shady lizard people. One's called a, do you think they have the Jesus lizard that runs across the water? Probably. They probably have several. They have the frill lizard, the one that spits at you. I thought that was the one from Jurassic. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're with me now. That's a bigger lizard. That is a bigger lizard. An older lizard. Well, this is a long time ago, far, far away. Okay. It's in a galaxy far, far away. Yep. Yeah. Alien laughs and says... And nope, doesn't ring a bell. And it's like, what, you know, what about them? And they're fighting the two aliens. And the alien goes, was I not clear? You're in the wrong place. And at this point, we know that this is like a little old lady lizard just from her voice. Mm -hmm. um, and she tells him, you know, unless you're, she's got a. Do we know really for sure that they're old? Maybe that's just how the female of the species talks. Maybe they're just born sounding old. Maybe. I mean, we've never actually seen a female Trandoshan. Be a lizard that ageist. I know of. Yeah, I can't, I can't be an ageist either. Boy, I'm just on a roll. I hate everything. Yeah, you're almost anti-lizard-ish. Bring me the lizard people. Mm -hmm. Like that. I'm not. I love lizards. And lizard people. And lizard people. So any lizard people listening to our lizard overlords that mm -hmm. will be soon taking over, I love you. Mm -hmm. We accept you. We accept you for who you are. For we who you are. You. <laughs> accept it, was a, it was a bad pause. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> she, uh, she tells him, unless you're here to spend money, get lost. You know, like any shady barkeep. Yeah, asshole. Well, yeah, and they're getting on to Echo. They're like, Good job, Echo. Well, and he's like, well, the Jedi came here and Omega's playing with this little, maybe a game that doesn't, she didn't put a quarter in. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to win anything. No tickets, no credits. No, and, and she's not going to win any tickets. Mm -hmm. um, and Omega looks over at the proprietor, the female lizard, and she's just kind of looking at her funny while the guys are arguing about, you know, Sid heard about what happened to the Jedi and fled. You know, where is Sid? What are we going to do? They're just, they're, it's the adults talking. And then next thing you know, Omega's just sitting there looking at the lizard lady. And she says, what's your deal, Tiny? And Omega says, you're Sid. She crosses her arms. You're Sid. She kind of, but. Or however she says it. Sid. I can't do Sid. the accent. Dang it. You're Sid. I can't do it either. You're Sid. Okay. Um, and she crosses her arms and looks at her and she goes, you're sharper than your friends over there. At this point, something, there was something familiar about this lizard lady's voice, Sid's voice to me. 
and I couldn't place it. Um, did you did you think her voice was familiar? It sounded familiar, but I it wasn't just like right in my face, like I've got to figure out who this is. But I was like, it does sound familiar, and I, then I didn't go back and look. <laughs> so rumor has it it's Rhea Perlman, which would make sense because this lizard lady is also wearing pearls. Uh, it says Wikipedia listed, so it is. Um, it, well, the thing is, here's what's funny. It's uncredited right now. If you go to, like, IMDb, she's not in there. Yeah, this is, uh, um, what am I on right here? Uh, Dorksideoftheforce.com, which sounds fairly credible. Right up our alley. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, uh, though IMDb does not list Rhea Perlman in the Bad Batch cast list, Wikipedia does. Upon further research, oh, could not find any information to sit online. But it might be because the episode is brand new. It's more than likely Perlman is voicing the fun actor. Okay, well. I really liked this character, uh, Sid's character. Just shady information dealer on a shady place. Yeah. Um, You know, and the guys are still arguing. Do the Jedis have any in, um, other informants? And Echo's like, well, lots, but Sid's the only one I know how to find. And Omega's on the comm. She goes, I found Sid. And they look over her and she just kind of like, points up. Yep, right here. And Sid's just kind of grinning sh- shitty lizard grin at him. Mm-hmm. And she's walking. It would make sense if it's Rhea Perlman because she's tiny too. Yeah. If they based her it off of her. Well, and you said she looks like she's wearing a pearl necklace. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a Easter egg. Little little homage, little homage. Mm-hmm. But they're they're Sid leads them into her office, and she's talking about how she had a great thing going with the Jedi's. But now that they're all dead, her services and her business has declined. If you look in the back, she has a clone trooper helmet mounted on the wall. I see that, like a trophy almost. Yeah, so kind of interesting there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, thanks to this new empire. You know, Hunter's like, times have changed for all of us. And basically, she says, you know, I've never had clone deserters come to us. And she's been hurt by the Jedi being wiped out. That was her apparently main... When you're an information broker, Mm -hmm. that's your main source. I'm sure it's not this shitty bar with the two people in there. Yeah. It's a good cover. It's a really good cover. And then I love how Tech goes, well, yes, well, we were separated due to a, fundal, a fundamental difference in ideology. And then she like, goes, like, yeah, like, she's like, yeah, that's, that's who you think I care. Like, <laughs> she's like, all right, guys, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> what do you want? Um, Echo goes down and just puts his little uh, righty into the machine and his righty. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And <laughs> so like, yeah, I wish it made a really cool sound when he did stuff like that, like, like, uh, like it had a cool uh, sound effect or like musical, whatever, want, every time. or like Beavis and Butthead laughing every time he stuck it in. Uh-huh. <laughs> or come to Butthead, <laughs> righty, <laughs> righty, um. He basically what Echo's doing is he brought up the picture of Fennec and she goes, 
you know, she after she's like, you know, make yourself at home, but she's like, they're like, no, or she goes, no, but I know a bounty hunter when I see one. She's got so, other helmets on her shelf back there too. I'm trying to make that one out. That's another clone helmet. Is it? It, it looks, looks like, um, it maybe because of the reflection of stuff. I would say it almost looks like gold, orange, whatever on top. Yeah, it looks also looks like it's got googly eyes from this angle. <laughs> Look, do you see it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't unsee it. Maybe that's our cover for for this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. If you guys pause at four thirty one. Mm-hmm. Right above Rector's helmet, you'll see the googly eyes. You grabbing that? Yep. Okay. So it's so if the information informant doesn't know about her, you know it's gotta be kind of bad. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, do you know who hired her? And she's like, what can you boys do for me? And she's like, are you fresh out of the tube? I love this character. I really do. Really like, cool. You know, Go ahead. Do you think we'll see her again? I kind of feel like it's kind of a one and done character. I kind of think that they're going to keep because she's going to be a source. She's going to be an informant. And um, this isn't giving away too much because this is about where she goes. Look, there's another clone helmet back there. Oh, that's a Mandalorian helmet. Seen mm-hmm. back. Yep. She's got a she's Mando got helmet. Sorts of trophy. Got a clone helmet with the respirator, so that's some type of what kind of helmet is that? It's like a fighter pilot. Touch. She's got all kinds of little knickknacks laying around. Well, look at it. It looks like the Empire symbol almost on that helmet. Mm-hmm. She's already got one. Well, it's white though, and most of those like this. It's not a Tie Fighter helmet. Because ties didn't exist yet. No. It's similar because of the breathing tube looking things. It's got to be a pilot helmet. It yeah. has to be. I wonder if it's um, Silent Coda. You agree? Yes, he agrees. Um, I think it's. I think it's a. It's definitely a fighter's fighter. A fighter's uh, helmet. It's a fighter helmet. I love fighter helmets. I love <laughs> the fighters. Yeah, she's got all sorts of trophies around here, so mm-hmm. you know she deals in some shady shit. Yeah, like heads, probably. And like, is it an answer to your question? You know, she's offering them to do this job and then pay them for it, and they have no way of getting money right now since they're on the run. I think she's kind of, she might be a regular. They, or at least they'll they, vis- revisit. Probably, maybe a revisit or two. <clears throat> well, the end of this episode really... I think they'll, I definitely think they'll revisit this character though. Okay. Um, she just tells them they're stupid and she's like, clearly the kid's the brains of the outfit and Wrecker gives her a, a low five. five. Yeah, a low five. She's like, I need a rescue. Um, there's a nice, what'd she say? Um, bounty on a kid named Moochie. Yeah, Moochie. Name Moochie, and it's M-U-C-H-I, Moochie. My sources say she was taken, say, sources say she was taken by a Zygerian slaver who hold up on the other side of the planet. We've seen this species before. She's like, bring me the kid. I love this part here. She's like, bring me the kid, and I'll get you your information. And then Wrecker looks at her and goes, 
well, who collects the bounty? And she goes, oh, look, it talks. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. That, that's got to be Rhea Perlman. Yeah, 100%. And she's like, we split the bounty 70-30, my favor, take it or leave it, which that's not a great deal for having for a bounty. Mm. That's but, a better deal than no money. And so, especially when they have no money. Mm-hmm. Okay, what kind of horn do you think that is? I don't know. I wonder if it's like one of those rhinos, ones that we've seen before. Is it a rhino or is it, um, hold on, where are the, trying to think of the name of the creature on Hoth. I thought they had horns, but they were curly, weren't they? Yeah, those are curly. Well, that could Oh, no, <clears throat> the, the wampa. The wampas? It kind of looks like a, could that be a wampa horn? Like which creature? The wampa? Yeah, look at it. Pull you up an image of a wampa and look at the sides of its face. Oh, I don't know. It may not be. No, I think that's too small. And then it's not the... Um, not a tauntaun. It's no, definitely not a tauntaun. Too little. I don't know. I don't know. That's what you guys think. Yeah, because the Tauntaun's like way curly. I don't know. Okay. Of course they take the deal. They don't have any money. Riker's like, grab a kid from a few Zygerians. We can do that in our sleep. And he leaves and she's like, looks like we have a deal. Throws Hunter the stuff. And she's like, details on the Bonnie are that. And she's like, don't screw it up. Again, I like this character. Mm -hmm. They're flying to the other side of the planet, and I don't like this part here. Wrecker's groaning and groaning and groaning and holding his head. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's nothing. So I think it's I think we're on borrowed time before Wrecker turns. Yeah, they're they're foreshadowing hard. Which I think that the crew is the guys are in trouble. If they have What's his name and Wrecker? Both turned. I don't I don't foresee good things happening. I'm kind of looking through um like Easter eggs and callbacks and stuff for this episode. And I know I've heard heard Ord Mantel before, so that was from uh Han mentioned in Empire Strikes Back. Or, uh, yeah, Han, Han brought it up. It, it came up in the Clone Wars episode or series itself. Uh, Darth Maul hit out there. I'm trying to find. Okay, here we go. I was looking for Sidner trophies. So there's speculation that the pelt behind her head was a Wookiee pelt. Oh wow. Um there let's see, there's uh Mandalorian helmet, clone trooper helmet, clone pilot helmet, oh, blasters pilot helmet. blasters that rem- re- resemble Django fits and what looks like a wampa horn. So they're, they're that might be a wampa. wampa. Might be a wampa then. It just looked because if you look at the wampa um from Empire Strikes Back, that horn looks way too small. 
It could be from a baby wampa. A little womplet. A womplet? Mm-hmm. A womplet. So, yeah. I'm looking, there's not like a ton of... Easter eggs on that? No. We've, we've already pointed out most of them, I think. Yeah. So, okay. Wrecker's groaning, and he's, you know, holding his head and going back. And they said that they're hiding in an old ruins of a city. And Omega's like, what's a slave trader? And, you know, she's getting a crash course in reality now. Yeah, well, she has been this whole time. Yeah, that's true. Except now she's finding out about what slave traders are, and she's like, it's not right. And, you know, she's like, that's not right. And Echo's like, it's not. You're right, and we're going to stop it from happening to that kid. So Echo still has this really strong sense of duty to the citizens of the Republic. I like that she instantly knew that it was wrong. Like, she didn't have to overly think about it. You know, some kids take time to process things. I'm like, well, but she's not like Omega. Inst- instantly, like, that's wrong. Yeah. Well, and I think Omega, we've said it before. I think Omega's just super, super smart. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, and Tech obviously said, and as well as earning a decent amount of credits once the job is complete, Tech's always looking ahead. And Echo's like, yeah, that too. So you can see the difference between the two of them. Um, the fundamental differences between the two of them, while Tech's very mission-oriented, mm-hmm. Echo is still your art trooper who believes, you know, rescue people. Yeah. And then Omega's talking to her little storm trooper doll. and says, Don't worry, Moochie, we'll rescue you. They land very much tatooine looking to me. What was that again? Tatooine. Tatooine? A tattoo weenie. It's better than the other. It would be a weenie tattoo. It's, yeah, it's not a weenie tattoo, <laughs> which would probably hurt. Probably. Um, you should go get it done and uh, let Harry do it and tell us how it is. Yeah, I got five minutes to spare. <laughs> what is it? It's a teardrop. Aw. Aw. It's crying. It's a sad weenie. It's a sad weenie. That's what she said. Woo! (sighs) Yeah. Um. So they're scouting out the base, and it's like I have visual, and they see the kid there. I see one child, and Omega's like, "Poor Moochie, she looks scared." And we've seen these creatures before. I don't remember what what race they are. And Tech's looking, he says, I clocked two dozen hostiles, hostiles. So the four of them are up against a big group. Yep. So four against 24. Uh, multiple, you know, they're just scouting it out. You would think those would be decent odds for them. You would think so, but they're also trying to, if, they were just going to kill these guys, I think it would be okay. But they're on a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, Omega wants to go, and Hunter's like, no, you stay. You stay, child. Um, the guys are sneaking along the base, which is very rocky, by the way. Mm-hmm. The old ruins of the city. 
and he's like, "Echo, echo your eyes in the sky." Record, you know, it, the typical smash and grab. Like they have a lookout. They've got Wrecker, who's going to do what he does best: go in and just distract him and smash. While Echo and Hunter try and grab the kid. Um, as Echo is climbing, you see this claw come up and this very snake-like body crawl under it. And uh, what the subtitles say it was called? Uh, Rizek? Uh, Rizek? Rizek? Yeah. I didn't think it told right there because they haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it says it growls. Oh, yeah, it does. You're right. A Breezak. Breezak. A Breezak is very lizard-like with wings and flies. Yeah. It's got little side flaps. Um, Putting on, put on a lot of things. Okay. So, a Breezak. Good, good catch, sir. Um, they have two roving patrollers on speeders, and you see the Breezak in back of Echo just kind of sneaking around. Mm-hmm. So, you know something's about to happen. Yep. And next thing you know, you hear a shriek, and Echo goes falling down, knocked out. And then it knocks out Wrecker. It's floating around, and next thing you know... They're captured. Um, yep, they're captured with energy webs. And I'm not going to ruin this part with the subtitle here, because it's a, it's a reveal. I didn't watch this... This part right here. Mm-hmm. Not gonna ruin this. Okay. Because it's it it is a it's it's an Easter egg. It's a reveal. Um, you see this hologram, you can only see their butt and their hand talking. Well the, um, the subtitles don't really spoil it because if you're listening, you can probably recognize the language. You probably can't. I didn't at first. I'll I'll admit that because I was more paying attention to everything else going on. Yeah. I mean, were you? Did you know? Uh, I have subtitles on anyway, so it would have... It would have ruined it anyway. Yeah. Well, not necessarily ruined it, but I mean, listening to it, like, okay, that's that language. Right. So, um, you see, you hear this language talking to Sid. And Sid tells him, or this person, creature, a mission of this nature requires planning. Assure your employer he'll be reunited, reunited with Moochie soon. And then you see this mouth talking. It's like, now, now, there's no need for threats. I have my best people on it. Like, you know, she's the boss, which I guess she technically is for this mission. She's the boss. She's the boss. Boss. Boss, lady. Boss. Um, next thing you know, we're looking inside the ship, and Echo has, like, some shoe polish. Mm-hmm. Um... I didn't catch this the first time, to be honest with you, this part. Um, it's like black shoe pile polish and the um, ammo droids coming. I love how the ammo droid's still here. Yeah, it's like her little buddy. Yeah, and it's talking to her, and she's like, I'm making some altercations to my trooper. Now she's a bad batcher. There's two big things here. So it's black shoe polish. She's painting the clone trooper mm -hmm. black, like the bad batch's uniforms, armor. And she calls the doll she. Yeah, I didn't catch that either until I now. I didn't either. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a foreshadowing for Omega as well. Yeah. You think they're going to find her some, some little mini armor? That would be actually kind of awesome. Maybe they'll just modify Wrecker's armor when he turns. 
We know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. But she'll be like, that's huge for her. They have to maybe like articulate it or like she can sit in there like a little pilot seat. <laughs> like a little mech. <laughs> so for those of you who've watched the Clone Wars, like that one um, commander who was inside the R5 head during the um, great droid mission with the astromech droids. Um, or if you've never watched the Clone Wars, like Kyle, like the little guy from um, Men in Black. Oh, okay. Who piloted the human? Something like that. That would actually be kind of cool. Except it would just be like Wrecker's torso. She'd be inside. Or maybe they could like, not necessarily tranquilize Wrecker, but <clears throat> subdue him a little bit where he's not in full control, and then she can ride on his shoulders. <laughs> like like master blaster <laughs> two people come in only him come out mm-hmm. <laughs> oh only omega come out master blaster with it well and the accent and stuff would well no master blaster wasn't australian sounding that was just max two people come in only master come out oh blaster that wasn't bad um Actually, I think he was Australian. Was he? No, he was English because I think he was in Time Bandits and stuff. Hmm. Do some good movies first to go over sometime. Yep, we'll go over that. But she said, now she's a bad batcher. What do you think? And the droid honks. I love how the droid honks. (laughs) I think you hear the (laughs) honk. She calls him Gonky. His name's Gonky. I didn't realize she gave him a name too. I didn't either. And then she sits down. It's a gonky, it's a gonky, gonky sits down like a trash can. Gonky! Gonky! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so these guys are very cat-like. Um, we've seen them in the Clone Wars before. Mm-hmm. And I think they were slavers there too, to be honest with you. I can't remember. Um, they're looking through the ship and then Omega sneaks out. Because they look where she was. And they're like, the ship's clear. We're returning to base. And they get on. And they've got these really cool arm blasters. Um, and next thing you know, Omega's running. She's like, Hunter, do you copy? And it's just static. Hmm. She's calling for the whole team. And then she's like, oh, crap. What happened? She goes and looks down. She pulls out her binoculars. And she sees the guys all captured. Yeah. They so get, just, called, get called out on. They're like, Kajit stole nothing. Kajit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle got that one. Yeah. Two for Kyle. Somebody will get that. Two for Kyle today. Kajit stole nothing. <laughs> Two for Kyle. <laughs> Next thing you know, um, Wrecker's trying to get this where, off. Where do you have it paused? Like, I couldn't, can't tell that he has his hands. It's just like he has like little bitty robot paddle hands. <laughs> he's just, ah. <laughs> like he's leaning. Oh, just right there. Yeah, I'm on, I don't know. I may be, we may be desynced again on where the show's paused, but like at 1033. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's got little bitty robot paddle hands instead of actually full grown man hands. No, we're on the same. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, Jackson, the new Mortal Kombat movie with baby like hands. 
It's like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, still baby hands. Actually, it does. I'm not. Okay, this is something I can't unsee now with like little baby fingers there. Nubs. Yeah. Get little nubbins. He lost his arms. They gave him just little baby robot hands. <laughs> I I would give him C-3PO arms. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Oh, my word. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Riker goes, you know, it's getting looser, and then they, the guards look at him and just zap him. Like, do that one more time, and, you know, Echo... And they zap Echo. Hex just like, save your energy. We're going to need it. And you hear the breeze act. It comes flying down. This thing is huge, by the yeah. way. And then you see what looks like to be the head slaver. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say we've seen him before, too. Like, from the Clone Wars. You may have. I've seen him before. And this is interesting, too. You see the kid who they came to rescue starts whimpering, and Wrecker's like, relax, Moochie, you know. We'll get out of this, basically. Poor confused kid. Poor confused kid. Poor Moochie. Poor Moochie. Um, it, you know, Hunter asked him, how are we going to get out of this tech? And I, I like this part right here. This is what Kyle was alluding to earlier. He's like, you know, we're the cavalry. He's like, Tech, how are we going to get it? What are the odds of this? And Tech's like, I'm not certain. And then Wrecker, you know, Wrecker doesn't get in good ones. But when he does, they're really good. He's like, so much for being smart. Mm-hmm. Idiot. And he's stupid. <laughs> and then look at look at uh, Tech's eyes rolling in the back of his head. <sighs> yeah, he sighs and he goes, this I just can't wait for him to go, actually. Actually. <laughs> Actually, actually, he's like, this is not a standard military operation. As Singh has, we've never been tasked with rescuing a child from slave traders before. There's no data I can compare it to. Okay, so this brings up what Kyle was talking about earlier. Kyle, would you like to expand on that? It just really shows how he thinks. Um, he's very rational. He's, uh, I don't, I don't think he's like given this excuse as a cop out right now. Mm-hmm. And it can be taken that way. Where he's yeah. like, well, uh, well, I really don't, you know, it, it's, um, that's actually how he thinks. He compares things on past experiences and things that he knows and it's formulates, a, yeah, formulates, uh, an outcome or a potential outcome. And he's got nothing to go on. So it's interesting how he thinks. And it's, it shows you that it's hard for him to think outside that area, too. Right. Because he's a military... He was developed to be a military clone. Mm-hmm. Well, they all so were. just Yeah, they all were just specialized. So just really interesting how it's hard for him to grasp the situation, and he's the smartest out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, we need to signal Omega and tell her scouts are out there. And then... Echo's like, you know, our comms are over there with our weapons, and Tech looks up, and there's Omega scaling the roof. He's like, we won't need our comms to signal her, and points up. There's Omega. Hi! <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> Hi! <laughs> um, and then she's pointing that she's going to go get their stuff. 
And now that I look at it, I swear we've seen this head slaver before because he only has one eye. He's got two eyes. One's like glassy. One's glassy. I think he got damaged. I can't remember though. Um, but his voice, I, I am damaged. Ladies, don't get near me. Um, really don't. Or <laughs> if you want to, you can. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know what to do. A lady? I don't know. Get it away. Get it away. What do I do? Um, it's a wonder I'm married. Um, I still wonder. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. That's exactly what Mrs. Guyver said. Why? Mm. Why are we? Why am I, this guy? <laughs> I wish I had a good comeback right now, but I don't. I agree don't. with Kyle. I, agree, <laughs> like, I totally agree with that. I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, hold on. Uh, let me get on the intercom. Everyone, I agree with Kyle. Uh, aisle three. So, yeah. It's always aisle three. Because that's where all the good stuff is. Okay. Um, next thing you know, uh, you know, Omega's, or uh, excuse me, Echo's like the Republic outlawed slavery. So, this is where you see, again, another reason that Echo believes in the republic still i don't think it's fully hit echo that the republic's no more i think this kind of cemented it for me yeah it's really hard for him to accept um and then you know the slavers like we're not in the republic anymore skug I want to know who this guy's voice is because it sounds so familiar. I've heard it in so many anime and voiceover things. I just cannot place it. Like, where else I've heard him from. But I know it's, like, in different anime. Yeah. Um, you keep going over that. I'll look at the IMDb and see what I can see. Okay. Um, he's like, you're lucky we don't have our gear because this would be very difficult for you. They're creating a distraction for Omega to go get the gear. She starts climbing down and she hops this pipe. She's looking and then there's, you know, there's slavers all around. As she's sliding down, she hits this rock and it goes down and all the slavers go to look right where she was. And you see, I I didn't see this part before, but as going through the frame by frame, Mm -hmm. there's actually, they did a great job of this. See that dust moving right there? Again, I'm moving my mouse like you can see what the hell I'm pointing at. See all this Um, right here? Yeah. But, okay, watch this. See the dust where Mm -hmm. it went down? They did a great job on this. Just like to the dust particles. Yeah. Well, like I said, we said it was keeping the old style with still like adding some modern, you know, enhancement type things. Right, right. What's the head Um, slaver's name? Did you catch that? No, it didn't. It never actually told that I could see. Okay. Um, you'll find it here. Yep. But um, to create more of a distraction, Wrecker kicks this huge rock that I don't think you and I could, I think we could barely pick it up. He kicks it and knocks over the one of the slavers. And then they start whipping um, Wrecker. And I like how Wrecker just snarls at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe I'll feed you to my pet. And he... He go, he, you know, he points up to the Breezak. Like, I want to say we've seen the Breezak before too, like on other episodes. 
Um, it's only shown up in well, it was in the Clone Wars Slaves of the Republic. High Republic Five Star Wars. So it's it's popped up a couple of times from what I can see. I wanna say it was there. Um it is mentioned in the High Republic Five. First appearance, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Slaves of the Republic, which was the 12th episode of Clone Wars, fourth season. Okay. Oh, maybe that you could, maybe you saw him there. Yeah, that might have been it. Um, but I, I tell you, I know the voice actor's voice. Yeah, because that episode, to locate the missing colonists, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka go undercover to infiltrate the slavers on Zygeria. Anakin struggles with his emotions as a wily Zygerian queen forces him to take questionable actions in order to carry out his mission. So you would have seen him there. Rainy is his name. Rainy. Rainy? Mm-hmm. Okay. He is, the voice actor is... Because this is going to drive me nuts till I figure it out. Mm, unlisted. I know the voice. But I'm not seeing him. Rainy's voice on voice actor. <laughs> Bad Batch. That is... you got? Nothing? I don't know. We'll have to find it later. If anyone knows, let me know. Ah, Liam O'Brien. I've heard that name. Liam O'Brien has done a lot of voice work. He's Red 13 in Final Fantasy Advent Children. He is... He's on Critical oh. Role? Yeah, he's in Critical Role. He's one of the guys in... He's Oh, Caleb is that in critical that, role? That Liam. Yes, that's why I know him. Okay. Uh, DOTA Dragon's Blood. He was in that. Uh, Carmen San Diego. Yeah, he does critical role. Okay, uh, I love his character. What he does in critical role. Okay. Uh, what? Else? There's something else though. Uh, Fallen Order, Gears Five, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin. Um, God, just look at all this stuff. I'm Red locked. Skull, Doctor Strange, and Avengers Assemble. That's where I knew his voice from. I could place it right there. And also, he's in Naruto and Boruto. He's Gara of the mm -hmm. Sand. Um, Baki. He was in Rebels. Oh, he was in Baki, too. If you haven't watched that one, you would love Baki. Super uber violent on Netflix. Oh, he does several voices in Bad Batch, looks like. Yeah. Uh... Transformers, robots in disguise. See, this is the kind of rabbit hole shit we get down that we just love to do. Because mm -hmm. we like this guy. Yeah, he was in Rebels, like you said. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man is Doctor Strange. I mostly know him, that voice, as Gara, though, of the desert. Um, let's see. Uh, Fallout 4 he was. Mad Max, the video game. Digimon Fusion, he did a lot. Yeah, Red's, I know him as Red Skull, too. But yeah, he's been in a lot. 
So I love his voice. And we mostly know him from Critical Role. If you guys haven't watched Critical Role, you should really do yourself a favor and check it out. If you like role playing. Yep. Um, you know, he's basically just threatening them now at this point. And he's like, with the meddling Republic gone, we can return to Cadavo and rebuild what was taken from us. Under this new empire, our operation will flourish once again. So they're excited that they can do these flavors again. Do you think that's referencing back to that Clone Wars episode I, I brought up? I, I almost guarantee you it okay. is. Um, you know, he's just he's just going off and Omega lands on top of this cage and hears this growling and she looks in and you see like this chain kind of dangling. Mm -hmm. Did you know what it was at this point? No, I had no clue what it was. No clue. No, I had nothing. And she gets caught and she's like, let me go. And they bring her down and I found her sneaking around the cage. And <laughs> I like what she says here. Yeah. She's like, I wasn't sneaking. I was unlocking. <laughs> she has that smile, that little kid smile about her. You know what I mean? Like, I just did something. I'm proud. Praise me. Um, then you see the cage and it says thumping, snarling. And he's like, secure the cage, secure the cage. And all of a sudden it breaks free and out pops a juvenile rancor. Rancor, if for those of you who don't remember what that is or vaguely remember, that's the giant creature that Luke killed in Return of the Jedi, the Rancor Pit in Jabba's Palace. Yep. Um, did it click for you juvenile. here yet? When did when did it click for you? Was it a little bit later? But that it's a Rancor. That it was the Rancor. Okay, we're gonna go off on that here in a sec. Okay, because it's not. You don't think it is? I know it's not. Okay, let's I go. did. I was doing some research on this. Um, dang it! I thought it was okay. I thought it was too, but then I had to. I, I looked it up, and it's not. The timing isn't right. The 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 where we are year wise doesn't match up. Okay, well we'll go into that when we get to it. And then they say, stop her. Don't let her get away. So we know that this Rancor is a female Rancor. Mm -hmm. um, she's little and angry. She's little and angry. She's throwing rocks and jumping around, roaring. A little juvenile temper tantrum. Yeah. And text like a, you know, a, a rampaging, which now we know why this episode is called Rampage. Mm -hmm. Rampaging juvenile Rancor is not what I was expecting. And uh, Wrecker's like, that's their problem. We're getting out of here. And he just breaks the chain. He could have break, broken these chains at any time. Yeah. Breaks the collar, breaks everything. And then the uh, head slaver calls the Breezak. Yeah. And just looking, this is the first time we've seen Rainy in anything. So. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I looked it up. Okay. So I was wrong on that. But we yep. have seen the species. We have seen the species. Or you have seen the species. I've seen the species. The female of the species is the deadliest. Of all of them. All of them. All the species is. Um, next thing you know, you know, she's providing the distraction. They're getting all the prisoners, the slaves out. And Omega's like, it's okay, Moochie. We're here to take you home to that kid. And um, We've seen these creatures before they're falling. Um, almost like fallen. Mm -hmm. Falling. And the 
dad or the mom comes up and speaking in Falling, and he goes, Moochie, Moochie, and points at the Rancor. I think that's also Liam's voice. Oh, is it really? I think so. Um, what the guy is amazing. Um, but he says, Moochie, Moochie, they point at the Rancor. We now know that the Rancor, the, the kid that they have to get back is the Rancor. Important information that she kind of left out. Yeah, I mean, she didn't lie to him. She just didn't tell didn't him tell everything. Him the whole truth. Yeah, but yeah, it's a female rancor. Okay, so the the rancor in Return of the Jedi's name is Patissa. I hope I'm not butchering that. And that is a male. This is a female named Moochie. Um, the, the move uh, Return of the Jedi takes place. Um, in 4ABY, which stands for After the Battle of Yavin. Mm -hmm. And this is 23 years before Episode 6. Okay. Um, so some people are theorizing, you know, is Moochie going to grow up to be Patisse's mom? And like, no. Um, Bib Fortuna is the little tentacle guy, you know, his little right-hand man. Yeah. Gave Patissa to Jabba as a birthday present before or during 32 BBY. More than a decade before the events of the Bad Batch. That means Patissa is either older than Moochie at this point, or at least the same age as the female Rancor who is described as an adolescent in the episode. So it's not the same Rancor. Could Moochie possibly be offspring? And that's why they're wanting it back? Wanting her Could back? Be. Could be that would tie it together dang it yeah i didn't uh, i should have went further down the rabbit hole instead of just automatically assuming no no i did too until i started looking but it, I, i'm like oh that's the rancor that's the one that luke killed no it's not it's a totally uh, different this is a female rancor the one we see is a male rancor okay so next thing you know they're yelling moochie moochie you know they're like the rancor is moochie and I love Echo's face at that point. And so the Rancor is like a giant, you know, it doesn't move very well in Return of the Jedi because, you know, in like 82 graphics weren't that great. I didn't have a whole lot thing, of room to move around in either. No, but this thing is jumping around. It's like a big orangutan to me. Yeah. Or a gorilla. I think more of an orangutan to me because, you know, that big long body and can mm -hmm. swing around. Um, they're like, okay, we're gonna get Moochie. You guys get these people to safety, Omega and I. Um, and all you hear is the Zygerians screaming, like, because they're getting demolished. They're whipping Moochie, and Moochie's just grabbing them, banging them on the ground. It's a lot like Hulk banging Loki. Yeah, the stupid god sing. Like how Rick's like, she's doing pretty good. She's doing fine on her own. She's doing fine. She's got it. And then there's a sniper up there trying to hit it with a net, and Moochie gets out of the way, and then next thing you know, rams this tower, and this guy falls. So Moochie's doing just fine on her own. Mm -hmm. She's coming after the gang, and next thing you know, the Breezak is, comes down to fight Moochie. There's a little thing that happened right here. Um, I'll try, I could go back and see which one it go was. Ahead. Um, go ahead. You can control yeah, I'm looking... Was that Echo? Who ducked under it? What, the Breezak? Yeah. Was that Echo or Tech that ducked under it when it flew down? 
Let's see. I think it was tech. Uh, that's tech. Yeah. I just I Echo got knocked out again. That's twice Echo got punk bitched by the Bizak. Why that caught my attention? Because usually, you know, I think I was saying like you always see these awesome like aerobatic like dodges and these cool maneuvers that people do in movies and TV shows when um like something high action like this is happening and Tech's just like I'm just gonna duck under it and backs away like a very simple little thing that just kind of grabbed my attention watching it through the first time. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I really like this part though. Like, even though this is a little filler episode. Yeah. Like it, it caught my attention the whole time. Like mm-hmm. this whole show just catches my attention. Um, cause I love star Wars. Um, basically Moochie's getting her ass beat by this thing. And you know, she's whining at this point and the slaver's trying to whip her while the breeze fighting. And he gets he gets tackled. The Breezek goes after Moochie. She runs off because that's is that Hunter? Uh, yeah. Yep. Hunter tackles him, and he's like, "You're gonna pay for the Scug." I like how they keep calling him Scug. We need to start using that. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to whip Hunter, and you can see it. We see it burning his armor. Yeah, you see the little sizzles and the smoke coming off yeah. of it, and. Hunter just grabs it and pulls him close and knocks him. The, what what did Smokey say? You got knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. happened. KTFO'd. 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 C95. <laughs> a good radio station. Okay, so we she gets to. the... Uh, what is this called? It's like a laser bow or a... a um... Oh, crap. I had it pulled up earlier. Yeah, find that because I need to know that because it's it's so she puts it on her arm. It's awesome. And it's it turns into like a giant bow energy bow energy bow. That's what it was. Really? That's what it's called. I think so. Oh, shit. I'm a genius. Um, Or I just call it what I want. Could be that. I think I think they call it. They called it an energy bow. Look at Omega's face. Sit rep. Not in the Republic anymore. Baby Rancor. Energy bow, yeah. Energy bow. It's an energy bow. So for it almost looks like ancient, like Egyptian too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's like it almost like it's made out of wood. Um, look, if you for those of you following along, if you stop at 1721, if you look at Omega's face, I don't know why. I just think it's hilarious. It's a little <laughs> kid getting getting something she knows she shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Th- I think this is gonna be her thing for the rest of the series now i think so too she grabs it and runs off with it the breeze X really fallen after moochie now and knocks moochie down and goes to tail whip him and moochie keeps biting his tail mm-hmm. and bite then that tail, he, moochie. bite that tail and then he's literally lifting him up slamming him down like hulk did to loki and then just starts getting on him and just starts pounding him and the breeze X Runs off and, you know, Moochie's like, I am the strongest. Mm-hmm. And it record looks at Tech. He goes, any idea how to stop this thing? And he, Tech goes, Rancors adhere to a social order, pecking order. You have to challenge the alpha for authority. And right now, <laughs> Moochie's the alpha because there's no other stronger being. And she beat mm-hmm. the Rezac. Yeah. Moochie wins by default at this point. Moochie, 
it wins by default and wrecker's like i can do that and runs and you know throws down his guns and goes and has a wrestling match <laughs> grabs him by the nose they start wrestling they start wrestling it's literally wrestling at this point mm-hmm he throws a rock at Moochie, jumps on him, starts hitting her, hitting her. He keeps saying him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that part where he's choking Moochie. Well, I mean, that's very reminiscent of Return of the Jedi. To, like, Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yep. They get the slaves off, and then it's like, Hunter's like, come on, let's go back to the others. And then we see a very tired Moochie, like, uh, and a very tired Wrecker. Him. Yes, it's like those tired fights you see where they've been fighting for a long time, just moving in slow motion, but they're still fighting. And Record misses a punch. Moochie misses a punch. They, they're just missing missing punches. And they both fall, and Moochie finally falls down, and Record falls on top of Moochie. It's a little Moochie, pat. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, she's kind of cute up close, and Record's yeah, just pat, patting her. He's like, nicely handled Record, and he just grunts. <laughs> And so now we see who the mysterious person was mm-hmm. on the hologram. Mm-hmm. Who was it, Kyle? Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna is the tentacle dude we know from um, a couple different things. So if we know him from Return of the Jedi. It's Jabba's right-hand man. So the language that he was speaking is Huddies. Um. Not to be confused with hoodies. No. He has his own channel. Or hoodies. hoodies. If you don't, don't know who that is, it just showed up. It's hoodies. Mm-hmm. Um, or the blowfish guy. Or the blowfish. It's not the blowfish. Um, huh. it, he's a little bit country. Um, hoodies in the blowfish? Hoodies in the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not even going to quote Beauty and the Blowfish. I was going to, but I'm not going to. Um, so the last time, do you remember the last time we saw Bib Fortuna? I do not. Yes, you do. Just think about it. Put me on the it spot. Was in the, it was in the past year. Oh, he was in uh, Mando. Uh-huh, Mandalorian. We saw an older, fatter Bib Fortuna on Jabba's throne. That's right. Thank you. Before, and you know, th- this is way, like, the. this is way, way before Mando, Mandalorian. Because mm. this is this is the transition, and Mandalorian's right after the Empire Mando, Falls. Mando's the next transition. Right. So we saw Bib Fortuna. That's the last time we saw him. So, you know, I... Bib's a, I think Bib's a major player in the universe. He's a minor. He doesn't get a lot of screen time, but I think, you know, he's always around. His hands and tentacles and lots of things. They're slimy. Mm-hmm. And he is um, a slimy looking character. He is slimy. And he's surrounded by the Gamorrean guards too, the pig people. Mm-hmm. Pig, so, people, people, pig, pig people. Pig people. <laughs> It's actually crab people. We referenced South Park for those who didn't get it. So we know that she's been working for the huts the whole time. And she's like, Bib, relax. I always deliver my promises. You'll see. And Bib's, you know, kind of threatening. 
And she's like, I told you this is a delicate mission. Tell Jabba to be patient. We know this is directly for Jabba. And we hear Moochie roaring. And then Bib's looking and she's like, and no, Bib goes, Ooh, Moochie. Oh, Moochie. And they go riding out, and there's Omega riding Moochie through the streets. And there is, you know, <laughs> I love record going, Good Rancor, just petting her. <laughs> they could have had a pet Rancor this whole time. Nope, they had to go give her back. So this kind of makes sense now. <laughs> you paused it. <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> he farted. Uh, oh, <laughs> fart you do. Um, it makes sense now how the big fat handler had control of the Rancor in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He probably beat that the male Rancor when he was like a baby to show he was the Alpha. Yeah, he was very upset at the death. That he was very upset, but it, it makes sense now of how that little guy was able to control the Rancor. Mm-hmm. Guy's bluffing early. He did. And Bib comes out and is like, oh. And he's like, oh, he's speaking. He, he hugs Moochie and Moochie starts purring. Which means, you know, Bib actually cares for the Rancor. Yeah. And she's like, you know, Sid comes up about the matter of payment and Bib just snaps. And they give Sid the money. And they go off with Moochie. And they're like, bye, Moochie. Moochie turns back and kind of... If a Rancor could smile, I think that would be the closest thing to a smile we would get. Yeah. They got close-ish. They got close-ish. Um, and, you know, they're getting on to Sid. You could have told us this is a Rancor. And she, Sid's like, hmm, that slipped my mind. <laughs> you dark and broody, my office, talking to Hunter. And she goes she back in. Dark and broody. Dark and broody. And she tells about your bounty hunter is Fennec Shand. She's new to the scene. And here, this answers our question from the last episode, too. How long Fennec's been around? This is her first big, well, probably not her first outing, but her first big ish. We think. We think. Contract. But she's new to the scene, but she's already proven herself to be cunning and ruthless. So. She knows she's making a name for herself. It's like, who hired her? And she's like, unknown. My source in the guild says she's working on a direct commission, which means this could be bad. With someone like her nipping at your heels, you're going to need two things, friends and money. So what they're meaning by direct commission, so typically the bounty hunters go, they receive their assignments from the guild. Mm-hmm. You see that bounty in hunters guild. Uh, bounty hunters guild. You see that a lot in Mandalorian that like kind of really helps send that home, but somebody reached out to her directly wanted her specifically for this contract right and and we don't know who yet we don't know who and Sid's like you're mostly gonna need money and hunter looks at her well we're not swimming in either at the moment mm-hmm. and she's like well i guess it's a good thing you met me then and she gives him his cut and it's actually quite a bit she's mm-hmm. like there's more where that came from if you're looking for work, which to me, you know, Hunter says, I'll think about it. To me, this means that there's going to be a long relationship because they're going to need money. Yeah. Because they have no way of getting it right now. And Sid goes, it's interesting. A bounty hunter of Phoenix caliber being after you. You fellows must be pretty valuable. And she does this shitty smile. And at this point, did you see some foreshadowing here? Well, I th- here's what I took took out of that, that. She was driving it home that 
she, you know, maybe she will need more work from him and uh, just letting him know that I've got one up on you. You know, don't cross me. Yep. Because I've seen you. I know where you are and somebody's wanting you really bad, which means, like you said, valuable. And that's the stuff she deals in, obviously. See, I kind of took it as, you know, I've got dirt on you. I can sell you out at any time. Mm-hmm. So, um, be interested to get Silent Coda's take on this too. Mm-hmm. Um, you think Silent Coda? Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Good take, Coda. Mm-hmm. Um, next, and Hunter just looks back at her and just looks shitty at her, and she's like, "Don't worry, I'm good with secrets." Are you though? Are you really? Are you really? And that's the end of the episode with Hunter. Created by Dave Filoni. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave Filoni, who just got a big promotion, who we talked about last time. Yep. So, um, we're going to kind of have to, I know this isn't as long as we normally go, which I'm sure you all are really happy about. Or you're not. Some of you like these longer ones where you can listen, but... Kyle's got to get on the road. It's Memorial Day weekend, and he's got to mm-hmm. go get his kids, get on the road. Got things to do and a couple of things to wrap up before I go pick them up. So, But it was a – I like the episode. I did, too. Um, okay, so coming back to it, just to wrap this up, you know, I originally thought of it as it felt like a filler episode. Mm-hmm. I think they had some things that they wanted to get in there, like for the, the long, you know – the the full arc of the story things that just needed to be in there like uh omega's energy bow and mm-hmm. um the relationship with sid the relationship with sid and so it wasn't anything that like all these little things weren't enough for a full episode on their own but it's like okay we can put them in here and we can pull tie this cool story with the rancor um which you know may or may not come up again later through this series like i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't but except for maybe mentioned here and there. Yeah. So like a lot of cool little ideas and this is a good episode to, to shove them into. And I think probably the biggest thing coming out of this is the energy bow. Yeah. For Omega. I agree. And, and uh, maybe record getting closer. Yeah. Which we're seeing that every episode now. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, we got some big stuff coming up because this week is the premiere of Loki. Yep. Which means we're going to be pulling double duty on Nurkies. Yep. So, yay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want it to sound like we don't like it. It's just a shit ton of work, and mm. we love doing them. Um, oh, yeah. As long as you guys are going to keep listening to them and giving us feedback that you're enjoying them, we're going to keep doing them. Keep hanging out there. Keep listening. Um, you, Give us a reason may- to exist. You may not get them before the new episodes come out, though. I will tell you that I'm getting ready to hit my busy time at work during the summer. Mm-hmm. So we'll get them in when we can. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, just but, be but, listening for them. Yep, but you will have you'll have them out. Um, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. Um, I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And wherever you guys are, have a good morning, evening, good night, and be good to each other. Oh, oh, we forgot to say, um, and this is Silent Coda. Silent Coda, say goodbye. I'm going to doodle. Okay. All right. Thanks, Coda. All right. All right. See you all later. Bye, guys. Nerd Cole, rise up.
It could get elevated